When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie, and we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Horror Movie Night. Just a reminder that you can go to our Patreon account, patreon.com backslash Podcast, and you can donate to there and get some pretty cool swag from us, such as bonus episodes, uh, like a live commentary track, or a package filled with a bunch of horror swag. So go check it out and donate and... Uh, that's pretty much all I've got to say, so let's get started on discussing whatever piece of shit we have to watch today. everybody today on horror movie night we made a horrible choice well one of us did actually no i guess all three of us did but and now all of us are are gonna have to to be in this thing together because of this person but we'll we'll soldier on the three of us in solidarity having made this terrible terrible choice that you'll now witness here today here with you with us Anyways, we watched Raw Head Rex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Scotty Boy was torn. I'm with- sorry. <laughs> You're torn. <laughs> with- hey, I got to hey, take can a we l- make a rule where Scott has to watch the movie before he. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, listen, you fucking assholes. <laughs> this was a group decision. I was like. We, now, we had so, so specific conversation. You stop and let me talk. I man. will tell you what happened because I'm going to take the blame on this no, a little bit. No. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that's going to explain it. Let me explain it first. So we had three conversations about this movie, about about what, what it was my week to pick. And I gave you guys three options. This is what you decided. No. What I, happened? I don't even pick my own. <laughs> I don't know. No. You picked Metal Beast, bro. <laughs> So what happened was Scott had narrowed it down to two movies because he likes his movie picks to be tied to like seasonal stuff. 
So he had a particular movie that he had picked because this would have come out around the springtime. And then he had this movie as well. And I said, well, the day that the episode's going to drop is actually St. Patrick's Day. And this is a film that takes place in Ireland. And he was like, all right, well, settled then. And I was like, all right, cool. Uh, Now, I had seen Rawhead Rex a few times. Uh, but it was years ago, but I did remember that there was a few moments that were discussion-worthy. Uh, I forgot all of the boring bullshit that happens between those discussion-worthy moments. Uh, yeah. that, that plagues like 80% Ooh. of this movie. <laughs> but, you know, it's, it's noteworthy. It's one of the only adaptations of a Clive Barker short story that Clive Barker has disowned. Um, yeah. He wants to remake uh, well, actually, it. Actually, this is the second in a row that he disowned. So he, uh, I guess, Rawhead Rex was in one of his books of blood. Yeah, uh, and and so was the movie that he did the script for before this, which would have been his technically his first movie, Transmutations. And apparently, it's worse than Rawhead Rex. Uh, I did not watch it in preparation of this. Um, in preparation of this discussion, so I can't really tell you, but. Um, it seems like it's worse. So um, that said, he, so uh, I guess whatever company did Rawhead Rex did Transmutations first. They came to him and said, hey, we want to do a movie based on one of your stories. Um, write the script. He wrote the script. They fucked it up horribly. And I guess he felt like um, when they came back to him and said, hey, sorry about the last movie. Let's try it again. <clears throat> that, that he um, was like, you know, naive and and thought that things would go differently. So he wrote a script and they read the script and they're like, ah, fuck it. No, we're going to do exactly the opposite. And that's where Rawhead Rex came from. So Rawhead Rex is supposed to be Rawhead Rex. That term is just a, a, a colloquialism for a gigantic cock. So so this is like the most Clive Barker themed film uh, that ha- is completely devoid of the source material apparently so he even drew up sketches of the way that the movie or the monster was supposed to look in the movie and it was supposed to be like a nine foot dick with teeth um <laughs> i would have loved that movie <laughs> so yeah i, I want to preface our discussion with with this info on how much how much better the movie would have been if they would have gone with his script so i guess that he um the whole point of this movie is to have super phallic imagery with with that is then so rawhead rex is this gigantic cock crusading through the land just murdering people um and then he's destroyed by the power of the vagina which is basically about as crude as you can get so it's obviously clive barker's idea of a good time um for any listeners that don't know clive barker is gay 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 uh, super gay dude, apparently. Um, I didn't realize that until I don't. Even, we were talking about Hellraiser two or something a couple years ago, together with you guys. And um, and Adam was like, yeah, "That dude's gay as hell." <laughs> and I was like, "What?" I, I, and he's like, "What about all the bondage and, and Hellraiser?" And I was like, "Oh, oh, it makes total sense now that like he's into like the bondagey stuff." He's like, "It's like uh, when we were talking about Tarantino's foot fetish during Bread of uh, Reanimator." Um. So yeah, this movie is just a huge mess. And um, after he wrote the script for this, and they fucked it royally, he was like, "Okay, I think that I need to direct whatever movie I write the script for." 
And that's when he did Hellraiser. Hellraiser happened immediately following this film. And everybody loves Hellraiser. So I guess you just need Clive Barker to, um, to direct his own s- scripts. And, and then you get an actual not shit movie. I guess so. Yeah. But all right. So, so this movie uh, starts off. They introduce us to a bunch of stuff. So there's a father outside taking photos. He's going to become important. There's a church choir singing. That church is going to become important. And then there's like a giant dick statue in the middle of in the middle of the ground. And it gets struck by lightning, and orig- and just immediately the rubber monster comes to life. And like, uh, kind of like when we were talking about the puppet in, pu- uh, in Basket Case, like, man, they are proud of this thing because they are not afraid to just show it in all of its glory throughout the whole movie. And uh, it is a yeah, shitty from costume. Minute, from minute one, that <laughs> thing is out in the open, on screen, full face, in front of everybody. And it sucks. It fucking <laughs> sucks so bad. <laughs> oh, Jesus. By the it's... way, when, when we're seeing the like in the opening where they're fucking around with that giant stone cock in the field, and it keeps cutting back to the church where they're singing hallelujah, it's like, cut to the church, they're singing hallelujah. 10, 15 minutes worth of stuff happens in between. Cut back to the church, still singing hallelujah. 10, 25, 30 more minutes worth of stuff happening. Cut back to the church. They're all still singing hallelujah. It's like all day they're that's, doing that. That's the entire service is just the performance <laughs> of that song for an hour, and then they go home. <laughs> hey, um, Adam, so you're Irish, right? I mean, your last Irish, name. I'm kind of... Irish Catholic, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so um, this should be no surprise to you that when we go to Catholic church, we sing Alleluia for an hour, and then we go home. Like, it's not, this should be not out of the ordinary for you. Yeah, you uh, you sing Glory Be Hosanna, and then you go up, you get the bread, <laughs> you try and duck a fucking smack from one of the priests, and then you get the hell out of there. You fucking dip. So so I have a question for you, Adam. Um, do you, did you ever go to services where they tried to give you that communal cup of wine? Oh, that that grossed me the fuck out. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. It's like I understand that wine has bacteria killing, um, like properties, but and then the, you know they do the little wipe. But you're just like, especially with my family, we would always sit in the back because we were always fucking late to church. Um, not my fault, my mom's fault. But uh, we would always be late, so we'd be the ones who are you know two hundred people in. To uh, to the communal cup of wine, and you're like, God damn it! I don't want to, I don't want to swap spit with 200 other people. Not only that, but when you're coming in as well, you're dipping your fingers into a bowl of water that a thousand other people have dipped their fingers into that thing and touched it to their forehead and stuff earlier in the day as well. I, I don't, I, you know, you're absolutely right, but I don't think that they would change that daily. I think that that was like, oh, it's getting a little low. Let me just refill it, and so they're constantly refilling it with refilling the dirty muck water with just more holy water. And yep. it always had this weird film. It felt like it was like holy KY that you would then put on your face. <laughs> yeah, it's got like it's got like a layer of human grease over top of it. <laughs> Nasty. Man, if anybody ever wonders why I'm an atheist, <laughs> this is your fucking answer. Man, I went to church one time, and uh, and they, they at different churches you you either you take the uh, you take the host from the priest, or he'll set it on your tongue. On your like tongue. Oh, that was the worst. And 
I remember one time I watched a kid go up and he uh, he stuck his tongue out and the, the priest put it on his tongue and it fell off his tongue and onto the floor. So the kid bent down to pick it up and when he stood back up, just fucking bam! Fucking priest just open hand slapped him on the side of the head. And I was like, I don't think I want to go to church anymore. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Catholic Church is fucking ridiculous. Oh, it's insane. And then you got to go in a room and tell an old guy about all the weird shit that you've done lately that it's quote-unquote sins, and it's just like, are you getting off on this, buddy? Like, why do you choose this life? Like, what the hell? Yeah, so, hey, remember a couple weeks ago when we were talking about Megan watching Sister Act? Mm. It just, it just reminds, this is, it, it, all this is coalescing into, like, man, why would anybody choose that life for themselves? Uh, but also... Obviously, it turns you fucking insane, just like the, um, he's not the rector. Who? What the fuck is this guy? Deacon. He's the deacon. Or the Declan. Deacon. Declan. So what's a Declan do? I'm not 100% sure. The Irish have a lot more, like, subsets of, like, yeah, I mean, in, in Ireland, in a small community like that, the church is, like, a bona fide career, right? There's lots of people vying to get into the spot. So they probably have more positions there than, than you would here. You know, you'd have... In my I notes, know, I just I, wrote the priest. Like, I'm like, yeah, whatever we we refer. But to that's that, the problem with that, though, is that because um, he's not he, Reverend Coot, which is uh, my favorite name in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So that gigantic cairn, what uh, that that big gigantic stone penis that the guys are digging around, like the the conversation that they have after the guy is murdered and they find his body is like. Oh, they they were digging this out for a new field. That cairn was like six feet tall. How are they just getting to digging it out? Like, it's just, I guess the logical leaps in this movie are, I, I shouldn't even be confused or upset by them because they're just absurd. Like, this movie is obviously written, was obviously written by, a, uh, you know that, that Key and Peel, uh, Gremlins 2, scene that we like to talk about all the time. Yeah. Yes. It's like that, but not funny. It's just like there 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 were a bunch of executives sitting around there like, how can we make this cool? And so they make Rawhead Rex look like the lead singer of a hair metal band. Oh, and um even even Clive Barker thought that that character, the guy who played him, he was like a, a six foot four inch tall uh, Swedish ski instructor with gigantic man boobs. He was like talking. I read all these these excerpts about what he said about Rawhead Rex, and he wasn't even impressed with that guy's physique. <laughs> so the the priest O'Brien, I think is his last name, puts his hand on the altar and uh, basically just straight up loses his fucking mind. Yeah, he just he, there's a stove element under the uh, under the <laughs> altar, which he touches for a minute, and then he trips balls. Yeah. <laughs> um, is this the part where Rawhead Rex starts doing like straight up wrestling moves on people? Yeah, yeah. No, Rawhead Rex. So <laughs> it's funny because if you read the wiki plot description of this movie, they it's like a cliff notes of the movie. Like they just cut out all of the boring shit, and it's just like it's like O'Brien puts his hands on the altar and loses his mind, and it's just like. Rawhead Rex goes to a house and murders a family. He then murders a couple. He then murders us, and it's like, okay, cool. I don't give a shit about this dude from America that's wandering around Ireland, but 
the fucking director of this movie certainly does, but that dude's story. <laughs> like, hey, guess guess what? Wikipedia. I don't fucking care either. I don't care. <laughs> but there there is a scene where he kills a couple and the woman's pregnant or whatever, right? So he leaves her. Yeah. Um, he kills. Why? The guy. Why uh, is it supposed because... to be? Is so I, I understood going into this movie that like female power would be his undoing. Like I understood that much about Rawhead Rex. Um, I don't really see how he would kill everyone indiscriminately, including women around this shitty Irish town, but leave the pregnant lady. Like, is it saying that the, that since her womb is creating new life, harboring new life that he can't hurt her because he turns her fucking insane. Like I, the, the end result is pretty much the same. I don't think the writer or director was 100% sure. Uh, but <laughs> that scene, he kills a guy outside, right? And it cuts back to the woman in the kitchen. And she's looking... <coughs> sorry. She's looking in the camera and reeling back in terror and freaking the fuck out. But Rawhead Rex is nowhere in her field of vision when she's doing that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you know... The, Oh, no, that's when Rawhead Rex starts doing the fucking wrestling moves. Um, yeah, he's like, seriously, if you took them, if you could green screen them, him killing, I think David was the guy's name. Um, if you could take him and David out of the Irish countryside and put them into the squared circle, Matt would pay <laughs> to watch this. Like, he would pay-per-view that shit. Um, and he even looks like a wrestler. Like, Rawhead Rex is just such... A wrestler character. I, I don't know why I picked this movie because I, I just, I'm so sorry. In any case, um, so <clears throat> she's like freaking out, and she, of course, like an idiot, runs upstairs because that's the smartest thing to do instead of trying to go somewhere actually safe or or hide. And um, and and Rawhead Rex comes into their house and he looks at all of their their dinnerware and he's like, "You have shit tasted dinnerware," and he destroys all of it. <laughs> like he doesn't even go after her for a good five minutes. He just goes through the kitchen and breaks everything. Um, and I thought that that was pretty funny for someone that is supposed to be like a a, a, uh, a symbol of male virility. He's he's really obsessed with the kitchen. Um, so yeah, he, he, just, he, he destroyed her kitchen because he thought that's where she lived. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. So um, when. When we go into that their house, even um, I'm like, this movie was made in like '87 or something, '86 or '87. I can't remember. Um, and I looked at it, and I'm like, man, this is so fucking drab. No wonder the Irish were always drunk. They like had the most boring looking houses. But uh, um, the, the the whole this whole movie is like ugly people and ugly houses and bad clothes. And half of it's in a trailer park. I don't think that this is a really good representation of the Irish people. Oh, that's pretty accurate. <laughs> <laughs> drab, drab countryside, drab houses, ugly people. They're always pregnant, always drunk. There's a lot of caravans around. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> so, so uh, we're we're at the we're at the. Um, okay, so the woman, the, the the police procedural part of this movie starts and. So does my fast forwarding. Uh, I've only watched this movie like three quarters of one full time. This was my first watch and last watch ever because it's awful. Um, but I could not have given less of a shit when they're trying to raise the drama by having the 
people talk to the police and have the police at the scenes of the crime and shit. Like, it is so worthless. And the pacing, even beyond just the writing, the pacing is god-awful because they cut between two scenes constantly. You know, you guys were talking about when they're messing with the cairn and then Rawhead Rex comes up and kills the guy. And when they're the church, um, the church folk are singing hallelujah for 20 minutes. Um, the cuts are awful. Like, I hope that the, the director of this movie never worked again because this is so bad. And he, they had an actual budget, which is just confusing as hell to me. Yeah. I, I essentially, I essentially stopped taking notes. I know there's uh here. I'll read you my note. This movie's boring as fuck. Nothing has happened. Some dumb fucks are getting scared by the monster, and now a couple are running through the woods. We're back at the site of the giant rock wang again. These are my <laughs> these are the kind of notes I have. They're just skipping around a lot. But the scene happens where they have to take the little girl to take a piss. She finds a dead rabbit, and then the little boy gets killed by uh by whatever rawhead rex. And then he goes to the church, he confronts the priest guy, and he there's a line where the priest guy comes out and he goes Get the fuck out of here. There's nothing here for you. He goes, yeah, I'll get the fuck out of here. You better be glad that I do. And just like shit like that. And then um, I skip. Man, again. The, uh, yeah. the, uh, the Declan, once he goes crazy, is the worst overactor I think we've ever seen. Like he is balls to the wall. Terrible. And he's just screaming. For entire scenes, he's like, "Yo, little dickhead, you're a little bastard," and he's like, "Get the fuck out!" He's just screaming at everybody, and he's yeah. like, "And and there are significant portions of the second half of this movie where he runs at the screen and goes, "Rawhead!" That's all he does. <laughs> he got paid to look like a fucking idiot. But um, we're forgetting a really important character here: the the um, the photographers incredibly horny cougar wife everything she says up until when their kid dies is like oozing with weird sexuality she's like mm. <laughs> she's like melting in every scene and she's like two seconds away from orgasm they're like walking in the irish countryside it's cold it's wet it's dreary as shit and she's like Mm, you haven't kissed me like that since I don't know when. And so then they go and fuck in a hotel. Where are their kids? Where are these kids come well, from? Well, the one kid's like, dead. No, well, no, like before the kid dies. So it was completely out of left field when the kids show up because I was so confused. I'm like, well, I don't understand. Are they trying to repair their marriage? And that's why she's like, you haven't kissed me like that in forever. Um, but then and then they're they're in their hotel post-coitus, and he's like, I gotta go back to the church. And she's like, no, come back to bed. And uh, he's like, no, I'm gonna go back to the church. And he's like, okay. Where are their kids at this point? Are they in the other room? Did they just listen to their parents fucking? Gotta that's be. awkward. Uh, well, here's the thing. That's that's what it is about that drab Irish countryside, man. It's just like, uh, the women are all horny. They're like, put a baby in me. That's why we're all respecting <laughs> all <of them. laughs> Adam knows. Except Adam, you're Canadian. Have you ever been to the motherland? No, but I grew up around a lot of like fresh off the boat, first generation Irish. So. Okay, all right, that 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 counts. So, um, <clears throat> another great set of characters are the horny teens who don't look like teenagers. They look like they're in their twenties. Like they're they're <clears throat> man, they, they're about five sets of eyebrows between the two of those people. Uh, <laughs> 
like, I don't think I've ever watched a movie where there are so many unattractive people. Like, they specifically were like, are you Irish? Yes. Check yes. Are you ugly as fuck? Check yes. You're in the movie. It doesn't matter if you've ever been. I bet that if we went to the IMDb, nobody except for the American dude has been in anything else. Like, all these people, it's like, this is like terror tunes all over again. <laughs> Man, it's so bad. I mean, this isn't as painful to watch as terror tunes because it's not trying to be cool. But uh, it's really, really bad. Um, oh, um, the, the the moment when um, when I realized that that everybody in this town should die um, was when the the boyfriend, you know, like the boyfriend girlfriend that are going to walk out in the woods because he wants to get naked or whatever. He, he's probably just trying to get a beach. Um, slurp, slurp. He, he, <laughs> <laughs> Matt Kelly coming in with the uh, I don't know what blowjobs sound like sounds. Um, well, I, excuse me, Scott. They're going to go into the woods and I don't know, get naked or something. He's like, what are you talking about? Um, <laughs> so, do we? Uh, somebody that watched this movie a little bit more closely than me, did they? What was the point of them walking out to the woods for the girl? She's like, I need to talk to you. Um, and and I was assuming that she was going to say, I'm pregnant, because, as Adam said, every person in this movie is either putting their dick in someone or has a baby in them already. Um, but they did they ever get to the reason why she was like, I need to talk to you? Because if not, it's just a really annoying plot hole, because she they get both get murdered, right? I believe uh, so. I know Andy gets his head ripped off. Yeah, the guy gets murdered, and then she runs up to the group of people to tell them about it. When she turns around, she has, like, a severed hand attached to her back or something like that. Oh, my God, yeah. Jesus. God, this fucking movie is terrible. Um... Also, you're like you're like, hey, someone who watched a movie, the movie a little more closely than me, uh, you're not going to find that person here. <laughs> yeah. I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think either. There was a lot of me playing guitar during this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I feel like I, I really wasted the opportunity to play guitar for an hour and twenty minutes while I was watching this. Um, so I guess whatever. Fuck all these people. All right, and so this let's talk. Town. Let's talk about the one scene that's most important for us to talk about, which is wait, the- wait, wait, wait. Before before we get, I know what you want to talk about. Before yeah. we get there, um, when Rawhead decides to destroy the caravan, which is just a trailer park, um, he, he he's doing more of those wrestling moves. He's got his arms above his his head, like like uh, he just won a match. I, I I don't understand anything about the, the directing of the character or the I'm, monster. I'm pretty sure the director just showed the uh, Olympic skier or whatever it was that was playing Rawhead Rex some footage of Hulkster and was just like, <laughs> you know, if you do this, you'll be in a movie with Christopher Lloyd one day. <laughs> <laughs> um, so So there's only really one notable moment in this movie that I ever see anybody talk about which is the baptism via Rawhead Rex Golden Showers. Oh, and that was um, – that is really the high point of this movie because it's a great talking point. But you don't really see anything. Um, and I think that Clive Barker was really upset about that because um, – spoiler alert. I don't think he likes religion that much. 
So I think that he really wanted he. So um, apparently, this this story is supposed to have a shitload of child deaths, like gratuitous child death, um, and then a whole lot of pagan slash blasphemous imagery, um, culminating with the baptism by piss. And uh, really, none of that. I mean, the child death went at the car is kind of depressing and it's really out of place for the tonally for this movie because everything else is kind of like haha 50s b movie monster running around strangling people when it has fangs and and claws i don't that's another question that i have is why is why does riot rex decide he wants to strangle people instead of slicing them open it doesn't make any sense but um that baptism by piss what i want to see is i want to see you know in Wolf Cop, when you see his dick turn into the into the wolf cock, and you're just staring down the barrel of the gun, and there's, like, bloody piss coming out of it? I want that. Like, I want to see Rawhead, like, staring down with his weird myopic eyesight, just like, ah, and then pissing right on this right. dude. So question for you while we're discussing this. Um, do you think in the movie, <laughs> in the original screenplay where it was just a nine-foot penis – do you think that that penis had a penis to pull out the pee, or that it just kind of vomited on the uh, on, on vomited I'm, piss on the priest? Uh, either way would have been amazing. <laughs> and side note, I just remembered a dream I had last night. I had two penises. <laughs> Double dick, dude. We have a special guest on this episode. Yeah, um, but the worst part about that dream was actually that. I now had two penises, but it was the same amount of mass as my current penis, just spread between two penises. And I was like, oh, I guess I'll try and make this work. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, well, um, I, what I'm picturing of your original monster is when you're like 12 and 13 and you're like, Oh, check this out. I'm gonna draw a giant penis. I'm gonna give a penis for arms and penis for legs. So basically, Jonah Hill in <laughs> yeah, Superbad. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that would have been such a better movie. Um, so there is one great line that I just I got to in my notes um, that isn't surprisingly not said by the Declan. Um, so the American photographer is. Is right after the kid, his kid gets killed, and he's not acting like he's in mourning. It's weird, but um, the I, I want to say it's the um, the police chief or somebody is like, uh, "Can I get you a cup of tea?" And he's like, "How about you go fuck yourself?" <laughs> yeah, why don't you go fuck yourself? He's like, "All right, well, I'll be sure to pass that suggestion along then." Oh man, the acting in this movie is just insane. I actually have like a good like five or six notes of all the shit in all caps um, of of what the Declan said. I don't need to repeat it. I think I already said all those things except for like he's not scared. He's not scared. Um, and then I do. There is one thing besides the demon pip bas- piss baptism that I liked. It's when the like head detective goes nuts. When there's the standoff with Rawhead outside the church, and he, like, puts gasoline everywhere, and then it explodes all the police cars. Um, I like that idea that Rawhead Rex can control guys' minds. I wish that they would have, or, like, he can turn any any man insane. That There is so much that you could have used with that concept, and you could have hidden 
the rubber suit for much longer, even if it was the same rubber suit and you had the, the, the full picture of it right when Rawhead comes out of the church holding the priest above his head. I was actually expecting him to do the bane to the priest where he has him above his head and then just breaks him his back over his knee. Yeah, I thought that was going to happen too. Yeah, but they were like, don't shoot Rawhead Rex. You might hit the priest and like he's already dead. And and then they're like, and I'm thinking like, do you think that Rawhead Rex is going to put him down softly and let him get to a hospital? No, he's going to throw him against the building. So they should just shot him. But um, the special effects where the the uh, like ghost woman and stuff at the end. Yeah, like I'm trying to even put it into words. It's 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 the the vagina overcomes the penis is the whole the whole point. It's just so heavy handed and ham fisted. Um, but uh, the special effects are bad even by like late '80s uh, standards. I mean that's. It's bad. It is I was watching it. I'm like, where is this going? How long is this going to last? And they, I think that they figured that they're going to spend all this money on this sweet final battle between the forces of penis and the forces of vagina. And that's why they were like, well, let's just make one rubber suit monster and just have him throughout the movie. It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. Yeah, no, and I don't understand the end of the movie where he's holding a statue and then the girl picks it up and he's like... He like looks almost in the camera. He's like, it had to be a woman, as if that was some kind of revelation. I'm like, no, script writer, you just decided that right fucking now. There was no Chekhov's gun here, where you like put that idea in the first act or something. You just didn't yeah, know because, where you were going. <laughs> um, you'd think that if they had any sort of foresight, they would have had the uh, the stained glass that has that the the whatever the that right on it it's got yeah like it should have been a female um some sort of priestess or something holding that above their head and i i think that it was not if if the guy's so fucking smart that the american dude is so fucking smart that he can tell that the piece that that is supposed to be above her is missing it is in a different piece of stained glass that they reassembled at, at some point in the past he should be able to tell that a woman is holding that and that a woman is the only person is the only kind of human that can unlock that thing's power. But no, we're not going to get that kind of thought process in Rawhead Rex. No, unfortunately not. So, so yeah, this is, a, this is a bad, bad decision on all of our, well, on Matt and I's parts. Um, next year, I think we should just stick with Leprechaun movies because they're shit, but at least they know they're shit. I mean, I can I could go into space with a leprechaun next year. Oh no! <laughs> um, leprechaun in space and then leprechaun in the hood, and then like in four years we could do leprechaun in the hood two. Actually, I want to do leprechaun two. We haven't done leprechaun two yet. Hey, welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged, bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. Anyway, 
<laughs> what did you guys watch this week? <laughs> hey, how about we skip some time because we're running long already and just talk about the thing that all three of us watched this week? Yes, let's do it. <laughs> I want to talk about it. I've been thinking about it for a long ass so time. We watched a little movie called The Best Movie Ever. Fucking. <laughs> Bride of Reanimator, which was fucking amazing. <laughs> so, little background story. Uh, you know, on the Patreon account, one of the things that you can get from us is a commentary track. Uh, and we have yet to record one of them. So, uh, yesterday, we decided let's record commentary track for one of the Patreon subscribers who is paying for that. Um, and the movie that they picked for us to watch was Bride of Reanimator. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, I'd seen this movie before. I did not remember how good this movie was. Uh, it was so much fun. That commentary track is pretty useless because we barely talk about the movie for the first 45 minutes. Uh, there's definitely 20 minutes where we just talk about the movie Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind <laughs> in, yeah, in yeah. detail. And another another 30-minute chunk where we just talk about if we could meet Scream Queens at a con. <laughs> which, which Scream Queen would we want to meet? And the movie is only an hour and 30 minutes long, so that's 50 <laughs> minutes gone right there. Uh, I might... Uh, I'm going to talk to the person who did the commentary track for, but there's a chance that I might... Uh, just make a quick, like, five, ten minute best of clip show and release as a bonus episode sometime soon. Um, but I want to make sure the person who's paying for this exclusive Patreon thing is cool with that before I do that. Um, but yeah, holy shit, guys. If you've never seen Bride of Reanimator or if people have told you don't waste your time because the first one's the only one that matters, they are fucking lying to you because Bride of Reanimator is incredible. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I need to watch it another like five times this week uh, so that I can make up my mind on whether it's better than the original. Yeah, I'm definitely going to be watching it again. I'm I'm going to be this is going to be my new like subject people to it movie. Like <laughs> replacing like yeah, I know you like horror movies, so like what what should I watch? I'm going to probably reanimate. It's going to be replacing Phantom of the Paradise for the last like three years. Two years. Yeah. Uh, uh, two years. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's uh, it's gonna be up there now. That's gonna be that'd be a sweet double billing, <laughs> dude. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I I think I made some joke about Family Paradise and beef. Well, because the, the Doctor uh, yes. Hill looks like beef. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh man, God, that movie is so good. Like, I just seriously don't get that excited about you know horror movies that often. I mean, I enjoy what we do. Um, but I don't necessarily like revisit a lot of the stuff that we discuss. Um, a lot of it is more for the humor of the uh, episode. Um, but Bride of Reanimator is just a super, super good time. And uh, it's, you know, and I said this in the uh, actual uh, commentary that I haven't been this stoked about like a, a, an older horror movie that I'd never watched before. Um, since I first watched Summer Party Massacre 2 a couple years ago and fell in love with it. So, uh, yeah, like, if, if you guys listening know anything about my obsession with uh, with with um, Summer Party Massacre 2, then now you can get a little taste of how over-the-top in love I am with uh, now with Bride of Reanimator. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. Uh, I... <laughs> Last night, I think we were just sending each other pictures and screenshots from the movie for like two hours. 
We're yeah. just like we're just memeing the shit out of uh, <laughs> a fucking Bride of Reanimator. <laughs> it's it is, a good fucking too. It's funny though because like we, like I said in the commentary track, we were only like half watching the movie for the first forty five minutes, and then suddenly like. The second half of the movie, we all just become captivated. Like, I think the second half of the commentary track is just a series of, like, oh, shit! <laughs> like, over... Yeah, I remember specifically looking at the screen and being like, holy shit! <laughs> <laughs> so it's definitely a slow burn to crazy, but it's a, it's a blast. Um, I think that's, that's all we got. So that was Rawhead Rex from 1986. Uh, picked by Scott, but also instigated by me, so I'll take a little bit of blame for this. Uh, happy St. Patrick's Day, guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, now you have a reason to get wasted. Uh, if you have movies that you think that we would like more than Rawhead Rex, which shouldn't be too fucking hard, uh, send them to us at HMMPodcast at gmail.com. Check out the Patreon account at patreon.com backslash HMMPodcast if you'd like more commentary tracks filled with nonsense like the Bri- uh, Bride of Reanimator podcast, uh, recording ended up being. And, uh, you know, don't forget to check out our Facebook page because there's always cool shit going down on there. Um, we are still debating, uh, if we are going to release the live episodes that we recorded last week, because uh, we're recording this well before last week, <laughs> and we don't know how they and we don't know how they went, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're hoping that they don't show, they don't turn out like this uh, Doug loves movies podcast where Anne Hayes had a fucking meltdown. Yeah. Um, Matt decided to send that to us as a um, a cautionary tale of how badly things could go and. Thanks to that, I now am very nervous. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So uh, is there other places people can listen to us than the device and style that they're listening right now? Yeah, absolutely. They can always find us on Twitter at HMN Podcast, as well as checking out the Facebook page at uh, Horror Movie Night Podcast on Facebook if you just want to search for us there. What about you, Scotty? What do you got? Well, all of our material is up on uh, our SoundCloud. It's soundcloud.com backslash horror movie night. You can uh, find us on your podcast app and through iTunes and RSS feeds. We love it when you rate, review, and subscribe to us there. Uh, you can also um, you can also comment on SoundCloud. We we uh, we print those out and stick them on our fridges. Like we just you know when they're good ones, we we. We really need that kind of emotional boost um, <laughs> on a regular basis. When they're Feed really good ones, when they're really good ones, I don't even need to use tape to stick them on the fridge. <laughs> <laughs> you could even say we tribute them. <laughs> Welcome to Unstable Topics, a fast-paced, jam-packed, unhinged bestie podcast filled with facts, reacts, and made-up games in between. We're your hosts, Sarah, 
and Maggie. And we're excited for you to join our best friend hangout, where we surprise one another with things we find interesting or hilarious just to see how the other will react. Our friendship might be totally stable, but you never know what your bestie might throw your way to knock you off your game. So come shake things up, learn something new, and laugh along with us. This is Unstable Topics. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.